Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Justin Strong and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show. He doesn't need to rehearse this podcast, Ryan Nelson. One, that's a lie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do a lie. <laughs> uh, I've, I've, I've been saying it for years, and I'm glad he's getting his due. Dr. Farts is a medical genius. <laughs> yes, he is. And he could solve so many more medical issues if we would just use Dr. Farts more. That's right. As long as he doesn't get confused by who his father is, he's going to solve yes, the world's yes, problems. Yes. So uh, if you're new, if you've been listening to the podcast since we started it back in January, thank you for continuing to listen and making us a part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoyed as we talk about the first season, because this is getting a second season of the rehearsal on HBO and HBO max. If you are new or a regular and like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the the main attraction podcast go to patreon.com slash the main attraction podcast and you can get patreon only content you can support us at a three five ten or twenty dollar level and when you join up we'll shout you out here on the show if you can't be a patron you can help the show out though by rating us on spotify and apple Podcasts. leave us a five-star rating and if you have time write us a review while you're over there at apple if you do write us a review we will read it on air next time we record and we are discussing like i said earlier the rehearsal on hbo and hbo max general thoughts before we get into this what were you when we watched when you watched this what were you kind of thinking what are you kind of thinking now that it's over unsettling yes troubling that's, yeah that's that's 100 percent cre- correct. Cre- creative yeah mm-hmm. innovative something i've never seen before right genius mm-hmm. hilarious <laughs> at times yeah it is a- awkward yeah well, big time awkward in lots of places and i want more today <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is just it is such a a it is there's no other show like this i mean it is it's not a documentary it but it kind of yeah. is uh it's not a comedy but it kind of is uh it's just has such a unique space and this is nathan fielder i mean this if you're not yeah, familiar yeah. with nathan fielder he had a show on comedy central years ago called nathan for you in which he did just this weird stuff like he's doing on this and i i never watched it did i didn't you? either no i didn't either but i heard and about it, it and it i i heard about it i knew who he was and it's on hbo max i'm gonna go back and watch it but go on i just wanted to throw that yeah. i wanted to ask you that like i said I, I never did watch it i heard i'd heard things about it but it's just an oddball kind of a, he had an oddball kind of a show and this is taking the oddball part of it to just a completely different level. And what's this show, when you go into it, when you see it on the ads and you see the previews and all this type of stuff, it starts off as one show 
And then it just completely changes into yes. something different. And like I said, the one thing about this show, and we talked about this earlier, we should have been talking about this show from the start. We should have been doing week by week. Yes. And yes. like I said, I really wasn't that compelled by it because when I saw it, I was like, okay, it looks kind of interesting, but you know, nothing that I was like just dying to see. But when you start watching it, it's like, and I said this before, and I've said it a couple of times on this podcast. I still don't know if I actually enjoyed this show because you get run through a gamut of emotions when you're watching this show, and not all of them are fun emotions to experience. Yeah. And making it even worse is because, like, I was a sociology major in, in, at Mississippi State. Oh, wow. And this is like, there are so many things when I'm watching, like, this is not what you need to be doing. <laughs> Don't do this. Why yeah. are you doing this? Yeah. Uh, and like, it was just so bizarre. And like I said, it starts off as one thing and we're going to get into it. Then it becomes something completely different. And yeah. you're like, it's like, I watched it all in one night. Like I said, I, I wasn't sure I was, I, I was enjoying what I was watching, but I was so compelled by it. I was like, I have to finish this tonight. I want to stay up to like one in the morning on a Friday night, but I'm going to finish right. it. Dad, and that's what I did. You know, and this is another one of these things. And like you said, I wish we had covered, I wish I had watched week to week. Me too. Cause I too. Le- leaving an episode with just unsettling. Cause I had friends who were like, you have got to watch. You're going to like this. And they're right. I did like this. Although uh, I was just troubled. But every once in a while, you watch something. It was kind of like uh, when I went and saw the movie Borat. I mm-hmm. knew Sasha Baron Corn- Cohen was. Right. Uh, you know, I knew who Ollie G. I didn't like that character. Uh, I thought it was kind of annoying. But when I saw that movie, I was like, I felt like I had seen something. Even he had taken something like doing pranks and stuff to another level that no one else had done. And I felt like the same thing with this because he's doing something psychological with people and he's making fun of reality shows. Mm -hmm. He's making fun of parents. He's making fun of himself. He's making fun of himself. Uh, I think my biggest takeaway was he hates child actors and thinks it's so stupid. Yeah, well, I don't I think that's what he was getting at with the last episode for sure. I don't know that he started there though. That's the thing. I, think I don't he, either. I, I think he kept changing. Yeah, I think he came to that conclusion at that point at, at, at the end. That's what is so fascinating about this is I don't think like I said, I think he truly believed that he was going to do a show and it was going to be what we thought it was going to be at the beginning. So let's kind of just start there at the beginning. At yeah. Episode one, we get core who is well, with the print. Great character. Yes. Just wonderful. And it, look, this is a real person. So let's, let's go. Yeah. I, I hate to call them characters because these are, these You're are right. real people doing real things. Yeah. Uh, interesting person, just a very, very interesting person, but we get the setup of what he's trying to do here. He puts an Adam Craigslist of all things, uh, to try to find somebody to come. Who's got like some issues that they want to try to solve. I can't remember what the actual ad was. It was like a one line ad. Uh, yeah. but he puts that ad out there and he, he gets core. And basically the premise is we're going to help this person who has this issue. We're going to rehearse it over and over and over and over and over and over again so that they can be completely prepared and get the ideal response that they are looking for out of this situation, which is what is kind of being sold to you throughout the, the course of the ads, throughout the course of the previews. Yeah. That's what they're selling. But then they take it one step further and they reveal that he sent in people to map out his 
Core's home so they could reconstruct a a model of it so he could rehearse his interaction with Core when approaching him. And you're like, yes, is I was like, okay, is that something you should actually do? <laughs> well, Core's reaction, and that's was what makes him such a great person to be on the show because he was like, what? You've been in my house? Exactly. I mean, he was that was that was his reaction. He's like, you had people in my house, and like, and like he he just kind of rolls with it after that. So. Yeah, and I love because you know he comes in awkward mm-hmm. and he makes the jo- the joke about. Door, door, door city over here. Yeah, the door and, like, city. The guy kind of laughs, and then, and then he finds the book. Mm-hmm. Something about where, how to drive women wild. He's like, <laughs> I, I'm sure you and I are going to be good friends. friends. Yes. You know, <laughs> and just like some of these jokes are landed, and then he fails with the plunger joke. Yes, he does. He fails with the plunger joke. And then, and then he shows with the rehearsal that the plunger joke had worked. Yeah, the, the plunger joke works in the rehearsal, but it doesn't land at all with with and, with core. Yeah. And, like, yeah, and I just love how you just can't figure out like like what, what the person's actually going to be like, but you could get pretty close, right? You can, and they they did. They got pretty close. Like there were a few things where he they got the exact response that they rehearsed, and with yeah, yeah, and like I said, so it was really interesting from that perspective. And so we get we get core, we meet core, and core basically agrees agrees to this to to do this to do this rehearsal experiment thing that he's got going on and core's biggest issue is he has been lying to his trivia group for like 12 years or something like that about his yeah, yeah. Uh, about his the fact that he does not have College a master's degree. yeah he he, but, yeah, yeah. he says he told them he has a master's he doesn't actually have a master's and i, I thought it was interesting just because i was like it seems like he was kind of making a mountain out of a molehill. I'll just be perfectly honest. I mean, I, I think so too, but, but I, it, I don't know, man. I mean, it's one of those things, I guess if, if, if he had, since he's been doing it so long, I think he let that build up in his head so much. That, yes. Cause most, I think so. if, if most people tell you that they got a master's and they real to you later on, you know, I, I don't actually have a master's. I'm not going to think a thing in the world about it. Right. I wouldn't think so either. I think core though, the, the one thing about, and this is about him, his character, not him as a right. character. He seemed to have a lot of integrity. Yeah, he does. He, and I, I think I that, that was eating him up. He also mentioned that, like, there was some childhood stuff about, like, you know, he didn't really, we didn't get to really go into it. Mm-hmm. But, like, something like he, he was just doubting himself right. and had a, a lot of self-doubt. So, I think that's what he was. And it, it just made the guy even more likable. It does. But I just want to mention one thing. We need to. Before Nathan walks in the door, well, as you see him about to walk in, he utters the line, I've been told my personality can make people <laughs> yes, uncomfortable. That's right. I'm glad you mentioned that because I totally the forgot about that. The first line of the show. <laughs> and, and look, and that is and true. Right. Yes, it is 100% true. And what's so weird is, I mean, this man is a comedian. That is what he is basically yes. living on. And like I said, when you think of a comedian, you don't think of this guy. This is not who no. you're thinking of. And he just has no. this this different idea and this different approach to comedy. And because that's kind of what he is trying to set up. I mean, he wants it. I mean, it's, it's, it's supposed to be funny in parts. And like I said, they, he wants you to get a laugh out of just the way that they, you know, dedicate themselves to doing this rehearsal. I mean, he, when they bring in, when they reconstruct this bar for core, I mean, they oh, have yeah. it down to every detail, to a balloon that's st- sitting up in the ceiling, to a, a chair that has seat. cracks, the yeah. torn seat. I mean, they have done their research on 
exactly what this restaurant or this bar should look like and what's great is they've done all this research on the bar but then they got the bartender who doesn't know how to make a an actual martini yeah, or something yeah, like that yeah, i mean like right, right. she's like just like pouring water and alcohol into a, a cup yeah. and, and nathan's like what is this and you're like i don't know how to make a martini uh yeah. but like but, I said, and i was so gonna fun, say though. nathan is a genius because he knows that there's gonna be little jokes that work right because like when he first meets core Core is going on about how he's, you know, a trivia aficionado, mm-hmm. especially on TV. Right. And he has no clue who Nathan is. Right, exactly. And Nathan gives him a look like, huh. And you don't know if Nathan is annoyed as the character right. or or if he's annoyed as, as who he, as actually, who he is. actually is. Right. And it's still funny. It is. It's, it's still funny, funny both ways. And then also, at one point, uh, he, no, uh, uh they also bring in, uh, no, 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 that's in a second. So, and Core mentions, calls him like a Willy Wonka yes. character. <laughs> and Nathan loses. Don't ever call him Willy Wonka. <laughs> He's like, again, uh, so I kill people? <laughs> you don't know if this is Nathan in character or if this is Nathan Fielder is annoyed that he, that he kind of could feel people were going to say this right. about him. Mm-hmm. You don't know. That's yeah, don't. that's what I love. You don't. But it was so funny how annoyed he was. Yeah, it was. I mean, and what's so interesting about this because you're he's doing things that it's almost like he wants he just wants everything to have he wants the laughs to happen unintentionally because he is very dedicated to helping this gentleman. I mean, yeah, he is. He wants this gentleman to to be successful in this in this apology, this, this confession or whatever it is that you want to call it to, to this lady that's on his trivia team that he's so concerned is going to be very upset and just very uh, disappointed in him and possibly in their friendship over this. He wants to do his best to help him. But like I said, but he's, it's like, he's hoping that just unintentionally funny things are going to happen along the way. And that's exactly what ends up happening. Yeah. Yeah. And no better, example of this then when he realizes that nathan is not nathan when core is so into the trivia that he's afraid core is going to forget to actually do the confession and to do the apology that he starts like trying to implant answers to him because he doesn't nathan core is very serious he doesn't want to cheat so he starts doing all these things to like subliminally give him the answers and yes. the best one has to be the, the cop outside of a supposed yes. crime scene and man it's days like this that i wish the chinese hadn't invented gunpowder in whatever year it was. i laughed so I, we had to pause and i was laughing so hard <laughs> I mean, like, yeah he says he's yeah 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 it's, it's like this. I curse the Chinese <laughs> for inventing gunpowder. Oh my gosh. And just the way the cop says it too. Yes, exactly. That's so like angry. Yeah. And like, and this was, this was also a moment when you think about it, where he shows you, I'm going to make adjustments when something's not working. Right. That I didn't account for. Mm-hmm. We're going to make adjustments. And he does. And they make a ton of them. They make and he a lot does. Of adjustments. Mm-hmm. But like, I will say in this episode, for sure, you're like, oh, he, like you've said, he wants to help Core. He really is concerned about yeah, it. He is. Mm-hmm. Now, as the show goes on, I'm not so sure That's until right. at the yeah. end, I think he is. But like, you know, at that point, like, he really is concerned. I'm going to help Core. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it ends up working out, but they have that interesting. 
they have that interesting moment there when he's doing when he's supposed to be doing the confession when he's supposed to be doing the the asking for forgiveness or or whatever we want to call it uh he's supposed to be doing that and when the moment comes when he has that moment of silence because like they map out the woman that he is supposed to be apologizing to perfectly they they interview her in the park yes. that one day and like they get everything down like she comes in starting mm-hmm. off complaining like they they said she would she they are they have researched her they have they have gotten enough information cord they know exactly how she is going to respond to all this and they know that she talks a lot and it's very rare that he gets a moment in and like there was a time when nathan said you're just going to have to stop her and talk to her and tell her and there's a moment though when she stops talking which is the perfect moment for him to do this and he's struggling to do it and this is kind of what becomes the crux of the show after this point is he as much as he can rehearse the lines and get them to know what's going to be said he can't really get the emotion for until the very right. end, and that's kind of what drives him. Once starting, like in episode three, I think is where when yeah, 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 and that's what takes this show into just a completely different level. Uh, but right. the, he does eventually do the confession. He he admits to her, and you know she's she's like, oh, it's fine, it's no big deal. I mean, completely fine. Yeah, has no concern about it. You know, and they have a nice evening the rest of the night, and uh, yeah. you know, and then we get. Once, I think I, I think some sparks are flying between yeah. the two myself. I kind of thought that too. I kind of got the same impression. But we also had this moment where Nathan has been rehearsing confessing to Core about planting those memories, those, those answers into his head so that it would make it easier for him to, to not, uh, to get the apology off. And in the rehearsal, core gets extremely mad at him. He gets extremely pissed off at him. And Nathan, when the time comes, he's just like, uh, I just want to tell you, you're a good person. And core's like, Oh, okay. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. I can't wait till Core finds out because I have a feeling he may laugh. I think he may laugh too. I think I think I think that may be the case. I would think that he laughs. So, so like I said, after when I'm watching this show, I'm watching episode one. I'm like, oh, this is a great show. I love this. This is yeah. fantastic. Um, this is I'm enjoying this. That was a great little thing that they just did. It was it was fun. I do have some questions about you know if you should be doing this or not, but overall, it's just great. Yeah. And then we get to season. Uh, I go straight into see episode two. And they're like the opening of crazy town. Yeah. The opening is just like, they're like going to a window and they're taking a baby out. I'm like, what in the world are we doing here? And that's when they reveal that they are trying to rehearse for this lady, Angela, who wants to be a mother. She wants to be a, she wants to be mother and she wants to be married. She wants to have a partner. She wants to live on a farm, basically in Oregon. And red flags are going off immediately. Like, okay. Parenthood is probably not the thing we want to be doing with this with with right. this show. This is probably not the the and this 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 woman as well. Yeah, I, I wrote down Angela comes out with crazy guns blazing. She does. She comes out with the crazy guns. I mean, look, I, I'm a Christian. I you know I've been spent all of my life for the most part in church. Uh, I know you were raised Roman Catholic. Uh, there's one thing with being Christian, and there's one thing being what this lady was now look the power of editing could be playing this up i mean i wanted to give this lady the benefit i want to try to give her the benefit of the doubt and let me can i mention one thing yeah you can so she's on cameo now and she has done some interviews she has signed an nda oh has she and she has done some acting 
Okay. So I just want to, I think the rest of the people are pretty real. I'm not so sure she's a hundred percent not acting some. I also think she's crazy. So I'm not exactly <laughs> sure on her. I, I could see her being, if she has some acting experience, I could see her being the type of person that went into this, trying to do this somewhat real, but then just kind of getting caught up in it and getting swept away. Yes. I, I could yes, see that. I, think being, I could see that. I could see that definitely being the case, but I think there's some crazy to her as well. I think that is definitely yes. possibly the case. Uh, like I said, because she just, she is so adamant in, just some of those weirdest things. I mean, her beliefs on Halloween. Look, there are a lot of Christians who don't like Halloween. Uh, there's a lot like that. But yeah, I mean, yes, uh, yes. just the severity to which she like like people are like being like killed on Halloween, and uh, like there are children sacrifices right. on Halloween. Like, well, where are all these children's yeah. sacrifices? Uh, but like yeah. I said, she's just she's kind of crazy. But the other part of this is, you know. Do we need to really be like swapping babies out in the middle of the road when she's loading up her her trunk with groceries? Like, is oh man, is this what we really truly need to be doing? Because this becomes the debate of this show. Because when I started after I watched it, I started doing a ton of research on it. I wanted to read as much as I could about it, and this was kind of like this raging debate online about it. Is you know what kind of a harm are we actually doing in this? And they uh, once we get to episode six. We, it's like, oh yeah, we actually are doing harm, and we got to kind of address it at right. that point. And yeah, but I, I still think from that point on, I think he went into this to show getting your small children to acting is bad, and I think that's why he was doing. He was pointing out the four hour thing, and he was making a mockery of it every time he used it. Right. He was showing how you can replace a kid. Mm-hmm. I'm tell. I, I really think that was one of his premises. He wanted to do from the get go. See what I just think he was trying to show this woman that it's not going to be as hard as it's, it's going to be a lot harder than she because she has this very idealized okay. version of of yeah of of motherhood and he I think wanted to, her to understand that this is going to be difficult and, the, and it's going to be yeah. hard and you if you really want to do this with a partner how much harder that becomes because I mean it's it's hard to do it with a partner it's harder to do it by yourself uh you know trying to maintain a relationship while you have a newborn which is what he wants her to experience because she wants to do this she doesn't want to be a single mom she doesn't want to like, do a doctor or do anything like that she wants to do this with a husband and the person that she kind of clicks with is Robin, who is his own special breed of crazy, to say the least. I was going to say, Angela was showing all the crazy, and Robin said, hey, hold my beer. I'm going to join this show. I have so much to say about him. Robin's dream is to play in the NBA. One, he didn't look very tall. He didn't look very also, tall. He looked thirty something. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. I think he was thirty something, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think that he was. Like, that dream's gone, Robin. I hate to tell you that. I hate yeah. to burst your bubble, but the, the NBA is not get calling you up tomorrow and say, "Hey, come join us." Especially after yeah. watching this video. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's. And like he smokes weed all the time. Uh, I mean, like I think he like wasn't he driving while high? <laughs> yes. So he did. He did multiple things, and showing Nathan's reaction each time it was fantastic. So he takes a hit off a bong, and Nathan goes, "You sure you can drive?" He's like, "Man, yeah, I do, do it, it all the time. time. Do it all and the time." Nathan looked around like, "Okay." 
the Nathan notices he doesn't have a license plate. He doesn't have a license plate. And he says, he says, uh, oh man, you don't have to have one. And he's like, where did you come up with that? He's <laughs> like, I, I know you don't have to have one. And then at one point they're talking about, uh, you know, like I think Angela had mentioned she was one to be celebrated. Right. And Nate and, and Robin was like, that's going to be an issue for me. <laughs> so, yes. so Nathan is like, well, do you at least use birth control? And he's like, never, never, <laughs> ever, never. No telling how many father children this man, his father throughout the course of his life. Yeah. No, I and no then, telling. And then, as we talked about, there's some editing done. We meet Robin's bizarre roommate. Roommate. Mm-hmm. And then uh, at some point they start fighting Robin. <laughs> now, Ro- I saw an interview with Robin. Robin claims Nathan started that fight. Not really. <laughs> Nathan said something to the roommate, and, Ro- and Robin and him, and then that caused Robin to get into it. So we never saw that. Right. Also, he's, he said Nathan made him look worse in the editing. No, I can see that. So can I'm that. sure there's. But he gave him that, plenty of material to make him look worse. Say, he, he, he did a lot of it to himself, but yeah. it was still. Uh, it was still just crazy. At one point, I I wrote down, "What planet is Robin on?" I know he's he's not. I'm not even sure he's from this from this solar system. To be perfectly yeah. honest, now he yeah. said, Robin said he was walking down the street. He was in between jobs, and <laughs> uh, they, some guy goes, "Hey man, do you want to do this show we're doing?" And he was like, "Sure," and so he did. Now Robin, uh. Good. Uh, I got good news, bad news for everyone. After reading this article about Robin, Robin is now sober, has a job. Oh, good for him. He's doing well. So, but the bad news is he just broke up with his girlfriend, and him and Angela are talking. Oh, dear. Again. oh, oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Those two don't oh, need. No. Well, maybe they, maybe they maybe they only maybe if there was ever a case for soulmates, maybe they are the case for. Because yeah. I'm not sure there's anybody else that could deal with either of those people yeah. but what's interesting is though know, he does agree to this i mean this is kind of the reason they think goes to his apartment and all this type of stuff because he's trying to get stuff so that he can spend the night there in one of the other bedrooms of this house and when he is spending the night there he's like okay you know i'm done i'm done i can't do the, the crown baby i gotta sleep uh so i'm, I'm out of here bye then <laughs> we don't ever see robin again after that no, no we never see him again and also we're forgetting nathan need someone to watch the the, the baby mm-hmm. and, and and to make sure and to watch angela so he hires a, a self-proclaimed night, night owl. owl yeah and this guy keeps falling keeps asleep asleep. <laughs> like so this isn't just going the way that nathan thought it would to say the least he, he's wanting this baby to wake her up all the time she's not waking up because the baby's never waking up and that's just not real yeah. parenthood i hate to tell you that if you didn't know that so uh yeah, yeah it's just like i said and it is just an absolute mess and what's great about this though is when she goes on this date to meet robin she wouldn't find a babysitter and Nathan's like encouraging her. Like, you know, this is kind of part of the job of being a mother. You have to find a babysitter if you want to go out and do all this other stuff. And she just won't do it. So she's like, well, let me reschedule it. So he breaks his own rule and babysits and him getting a YouTube video on how to change a diaper was just fantastic. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. you might want to research that before you start trying to change the diaper. Just a, right, just a little right. piece of advice there for you, Nathan. Uh, but they have this discussion and you know, Robin ends up not working. Working out, and so this is when Nathan makes the decision to insert himself 
into the rehearsal and say, you know what, I kind of want to know what it's like to be a father myself. So how about I go on this journey with you? I'm like, now I'm now, you know, I had red flags earlier. Now I really have red flags going up. Like, no, you don't do this. (laughs) This is not how you, how you do this, but it's going to be entertaining or it's going to be something to watch. Let me not say it may not be entertaining, but it's going to be compelling. And this is where I'm wondering, Nathan is, is like, I think when he's filming this, he's 38. He's, gotten divorced the last couple of years he probably is wondering is it you know he's right. maybe he's wanted kids maybe right. he he's wondering if he's ever going to get married again i wonder if this was him trying out fatherhood a little bit i'm sure it was i, I fully believe that i 100 percent believe that yeah. to say the least but yeah. uh so that kind of is, is where in episode two ends and at this point i'm like okay we got through that really uncomfortable thing thankfully that's over but no, it wasn't. It wasn't no. over at all. This is where we end up staying for the rest of the season. Now, there's only four more episodes. And like I said, there has been funny times. There have been really entertaining times. But there have been some really awkward times, especially during that second episode. And they only get worse as the, as the season yeah. goes on. Well, as as Angela's racism starts yes, that blurting does, out. Uh-huh, that doesn't help either. <laughs> Ah, uh, but yeah, so season three starts and we I've realized we're still with Angela. Oh crap. We're still with this woman. Or are we really still with this woman? Yeah. Uh, and I think that's actually when he actually approached her about doing, uh, yeah, it was yeah. joining her because I wasn't thinking they were going to continue with that in season in episode three. Uh, so he approached her and they agreed to this, but he has still, still go to work like a, like a dad. He says, let's go to work and do these other potential to do these other potential, uh, rehearsals that he's that he has lined up with this one guy who's trying to convince his brother that he's not marrying a gold digger and we also find out that he has now flown the the bar recre, uh, recreated bar out to oregon uh and he's got that there with him i mean like like who does this stuff like how much does that cost I, I, to move that thing I know. and i love that he keeps all through this series usually every episode at one point he's at the bar yeah, he to is. get away. He's at the bar to get yeah. away. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he eventually like, like actually makes it into an actual bar that serves customers. I know. And I know. Yeah, I'm like, wow, this is just incredible to watch. Uh, yeah, I wonder how long this this show went on. Oh, because I, I, you know, I want to bring this up at the end. I wouldn't be shocked if he didn't film a lot of season two already. Uh, he probably could have. It, it wouldn't surprise me if that's the case. If they're pulling some of. If they're pulling some of season two from what the possibly other rehearsals that he did, so it wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if that was the case at all. So, uh, but we get this, we get this other guy that they brought in who is supposed to be Patrick. Yes, Patrick. Thank you for his name. I couldn't remember. And he was he was so sad. Yeah, he really I, was. I felt bad for him. I did too. And you know, he was trying desperately to convince his his brother and that's what they're rehearsing that he's not marrying a gold digger because his grandfather left in the will that he wouldn't get any of the inheritance if he if his brother felt like he was marrying a gold digger which is just a weird thing to go into a a will to say the least and this is kind of the the theme that like nathan gets these people who have these weird things about them uh, i mean obviously angela but you know core like you said we weren't sure if he's kind of making a mountain out of a molehill and we got patrick here who is you know got this strange thing as well and he's like making jew jokes 
uh, uh, <laughs> like, okay, that's probably not what you want to do there. And like yes, Nathan Fielder, who is yes. Jewish, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> that like really registered with him. Like, like uh, that's kind of anti-Semitic. And he's like, yeah. would your brother expect you to say something like that? Yeah, he would. Well, okay, I guess you need to do it then. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, just a weird and interaction. This, and I think this was the point when I was like, I had no idea in season two through in episode two and three that Nathan Fielder would be the most normal person. Yes, he is. And, he was. Yes, yeah. he was. He was the most normal person out of all these people that he's bringing in, which is weird because he's, he's yeah. not normal at all. Uh, but yeah. like I said, so he starts to realize this is when he, this is when he has the revelation when he's dealing with Patrick that he can't get the emotion as much as he can rehearse the lines, as much as he can tell people what to say and he can predict what the other person is going to say. He can't get the emotion. And this is when he starts to adopt this really weird thing where he has the actor playing his brother, like convince Patrick to come with him to talk to his grandfather. Uh, and then he like tries to set up this, like this bonding moment that would be similar to his own grandfather. Like his, this guy that he hires to play the grandfather, like, he like poops and makes a mess of himself in the woods. Uh, they're digging up gold that they had planted in the woods. Like, I guess I just, it, I was wondering like, what is really going through Patrick? Taylor? Cause that was what I wanted to know at that moment. Well, I know, but they really look like they bonded. Yeah, they did. They look like they bonded quite a bit. And, you know, and he's talking about, you know, he says, I'm going to leave you this gold instead of my son, instead of my, instead of my grandson. And, the grandson, you know, when he gets back, like the actor is like into it. And like, it's just this weird thing. He's, he's rehearsing like two things at once. He's supposed to be rehearsing the brother. Now he's rehearsing this fake grandson and fake granddad. And it ends up, Patrick ends up not coming back after they had this emotional moment after they did the thing with the grand, the, the fake grandfather, he ends up coming back. Cause it, uh, what was it that he said that he, he realized after that, because there was a reason why he decided not to come back. And I can't remember what it was. I, I can't remember. Cause he, well, at first he talks about, he's coming back right. and then he went to meet his girlfriend at the, uh, at the, at a fair. Right. Mm -hmm. He's like, Hey, my girlfriend wanted me to come to a fair. Mm -hmm. So that's why I couldn't come back. And then he said, why don't you come to the fair and talk to me? He, and he, and then he, turns off his phone and they never hear, they never from, hear from him again. again. That's right. So, I mean, I guess he moved on. I mean, like I said, we don't really yeah. know what happened, but he, he was, I guess he was willing to, he, he got what he needed yeah. out of it and he was moving on. And, you know, like I said, it was, that was just an interesting, it was probably my least favorite episode just because it, yeah, it didn't seem to kind of fit with everything else that was going on, but it was this point where, where Nathan realizes he has to capture the emotion, but, it, and it starts to, that's when he starts trying to, put that into what's going on with Angela back on the weird, yeah. weird farm thing that they've got going on. Well, yeah. And they do have a couple of funny things happens at the end of this episode that and lead to more in episode four. One, he, he adds the aging mirror. Yes, he does. Which was just weird. That was, Oh, that was so weird. It just, it was funny. And then, the vegetable garden. Oh yes, the vegetable garden. Where the vegetables just are just sticking up. Yeah, in. yeah, it, that was fantastic. Oh, they're just putting vegetables in the ground. So you could see the the price the price tag, tag on, on one of the peppers. Yeah, just like oh, <laughs> and like and what was great about the the price tag on the pepper because like when she, Angela turns around, 
I'm like, okay, well, he, he goes for it. I'm like, okay, well, he's going to take the price tag off. No, he just flips the pepper over. <laughs> like the, yeah. the price tag is still yeah. there, Nathan. It's still there. Uh, but and then, and then what? another thing about Angela, too, especially in this episode, every time you kind of feel like, okay, maybe she's not that bad, she just throws out some conspiracy. Some weird thing. And you're like, okay, no, she's just she's yeah. just not right. <laughs> yeah. And like you said, as, as a Catholic Christian variety, this stuff is weird to yes, me. Yes, it is. It was very weird to me. And really crazy evangelical. I don't even know what this would be considered. Uh, it, These people scare me. Yeah, this is like, I, I honestly believe she's a part of a cult somewhere. I'll be just be perfectly oh, honest I with you. Oh, I would not be shocked. If, if this is what she truly believes, it would. I would really, truly, honestly believe that she's part of a cult somewhere. That would be my yeah. that would be my guess. So, uh, yeah. but episode four is the Nathan Fielder experience or the Nathan Fielder the Fielder method. Fielder method. Thank you. The Fielder method. Which, this was a really funny episode. Yeah, it was because he he's like, all right, well, I gotta have actors. So he goes off to L.A. because there are no actors in in rural Oregon. There, you can't really find a whole bunch of them so he flies down to la and he starts this thing this class that he's calling the fielder method and he's bringing in all these actors and he's teaching them what he basically wants them to be able to do so that he can they can help out with his show i mean there's some like genuine acting things that he's going over which are helpful and it's interesting because as soon as the meeting's over he then turns it around and he's now in the audience and he's the one trying to figure out if what's working, what's not working. And he does this every single time he has a class and he starts to focus in on this one guy. I think his name was Thomas. I think if I remember correctly. Yes. Thomas. Yeah. So it's uh, Thomas McNamara who is the only one that doesn't really seem to be either buying in or understanding what it is that Nathan is trying to get him to, to do so he focuses in on him and he wants to understand what it is that he's going through so he starts changing up the room dynamics he starts changing up the uh the way that they sit the things that they do and he'll be thinking that okay well thomas must be getting this because he's getting a better perspective from where he was but as the more he talks to thomas he realizes that's not the case and he ends up basically telling these people that they have to like go actually be the person uh, that they're they have been tagging and they've been following, and like he has Thomas like go move in with the guy or something like that. I don't remember exactly what yes. it was. Yeah, and then yeah. he like invades his apartment. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is probably not the best idea. You're you kind of breaking yeah, and entering so, here. <laughs> so he starts a new rehearsal where there is a version of Nathan. Yes. And he comes dressed up as Thomas. Yes. He's he's even dyed his hair mm-hmm. blacker than it was. And yes. this has one of the scenes where him as Thomas staring at the camera because he doesn't like the, the what Nathan is right. doing mm-hmm. is I, I still laugh every time yes. I see that chef of him just staring because he just has this bizarre look on yeah, his face. He does. He does. And it's, it's because also how jet black his hair is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just such an odd. Everything about it is just odd. Like, and it's like you said, this is yeah. where there's a lot of funny stuff going on. But then you you know it starts to get a little too real when he's like invading the man's home to to learn yes. more about Thomas. I'm like, oh, yeah. he's like, I have to eat what he eats. and he's that's like, what he does. Eat a bowl of cereal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I, and and I have to say, the, the, uh, this version of Nathan, the uh, uh, you know fake Nathan, 
is so weird and monotone. Although he yes. ends up doing a really good job. Yeah, he does. Nathan even adapts stuff he's doing because he realizes, even though he's annoyed because the guy has very little personality. Right. But it's just, it's just so funny watching that this guy's so monotone. It's so weird. And Nathan is annoyed by it. It's like, he's you, man. He's you. Well, Bill Simmons, I don't know if you heard the podcast where they covered this. Yeah. And he's like, it would just be something like Nathan Fielder would like to purposely cast a bad actor to play himself. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's kind of what it was. Uh, Yeah. So, like I said, episode four, he finally goes through all this training. He does. he, He ends up. You know, passing these all these actors, uh, giving them certificates on the fielder method. But he flies back to Oregon, and some time has passed. I don't remember exactly how much time had passed, but you know, when Adam, who was the, what they have named the child, and all these child actors are playing this child named Adam, it was he was like three, I think, when he left, yeah. and when he comes back, he's like fifteen. Uh, yes, and so like he just walks in the door, and the kid comes walking in. And, Kudos to this kid because he is this in full, kid killed it. He's in full character the entire time. He's like, "Hey, Dad, what's what's up?" You know, he's, he's yeah. greeting him like it's his actual dad. Uh, yeah. They're kind of bonding a little bit here to begin with. And it's, he is hilarious. It's going great, and then Nathan starts to realize, you know, I wasn't there to watch this kid grow up. So, you know, that probably should like that should probably be you know, revealed or should be uh, resembled in, in my television show. So he gets it with the kid and he's like, all right, I need to talk to you as you. And like, and the kid doesn't understand first. And I'm like, I need to actually talk to you. And he's like, Oh, okay. And so they break character. And he's like, could you do this as, as like being resentful and, and uh, mad at me for basically missing out on your entire life. And the kid's like, yeah, my, I can do that. And so they, they go yeah. back, they go back, go ahead. I lo- and I like how during this, he asked him, like, hey, do you know anybody who hates their dad because, you know, they missed yes, their life? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got a friend. Y- like, he that. channels them. <laughs> Genius. Yeah. And so he, he goes back out and he they redo him coming back in. And the kid is just mad as he can be. Yes, like, yes. look who decided to come back. And... <laughs> <laughs> well, even his first scene, though, he's like, can I not get a hug? Exactly. <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot that. Can I not get a hug? Because it's like Nathan almost forgot, like, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to be your dad. So I got to hug you and all yeah. this kind of stuff. But and the kid is just into it. I mean, he is rebelling. He yeah. is wanting nothing to do with Nathan. Uh, and it's like making Angela mad because she, he, he won't listen to her, his father. Uh, yeah. Just really good stuff from this kid. Absolutely good stuff. This kid, like he, he looks, he looks like a star. He looks like Timothy Chalamet. I, I'm assuming he's an actor. Yeah, he this is, kid has a future. I just looked him up. His name is Joshua James Bernard. Uh, so you know, kudos to him. Let me see if has he, he has he done any work. Well, I'm looking it up right now. So he is known. He was on General Hospital at one time. Uh, Ghost Whale, which I don't know. Uh, he was on Station 19. Don't know what that is. Uh, That's one of those. Uh, Thursday night Shonda Rahm show. I think uh, it's okay. about firemen. Uh, Your wife probably watches it. Probably. Uh, well, she didn't watch <laughs> that one, but she probably would. If oh, she watches it. the Chicago. Yeah, fires. she watches all the Chicago yeah. ones. Uh, yeah. It looks like he's done a lot of like uh, stuff for like soap operas because he was in Passion. I feel like I feel like he may be getting some more work. Yeah, he's I think funny. so too. Uh, let's see, Boys of a Certain Age, which was a short. Uh, he was in good trouble. Don't know what that is, but I think you could be getting some work out of this. I think you're a hundred percent correct about that. Uh, and so, like I said, it was great to watch this. And then Nathan's like, okay, you know what? 
Let's go back to three. I want to. He goes to Angela and he says, "You know, I, I want to experience what that was actually like because he missed out on all that because he was gone doing the actor thing." But what's also great, and I don't remember if they introduced this in episode four, or episode five, he gets one of the actresses that was doing the filter method to play Angela so that he can rehearse interactions with her. Yeah, and she's I think, this, I think she's fantastic. She is awesome. She was nailing Angela. Is- she really was. I wrote down actress Angela is equally as scary. And let's mention one more scene with teen, teen Adam. If teen Adam had been in this show more, he'd have stolen the whole thing. Yeah, he, he was, was that good. Yeah, he was good. When he has the fake overdose. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That was, that was great. And he gets, he gets carried out <laughs> to an ambulance <laughs> yes, by Thomas, by Thomas. By Thomas uh-huh. And she, <laughs> He wakes up and, and like says something like, "I hate you." He runs, runs off. off. <laughs> it was so funny. I mean, he was into it. I mean, he, he was having the time of his life. I do believe. I, I I completely believe that he was having the time of his life. Uh, but yeah, just really good stuff from all those folks. Uh, but they make the decision to go back to, to, to three year old. And you have that weird scene at the very end of episode four, where adult or teenage Adam, 15 year old Adam is about to slide down a slide. And when, instead of the 15 year old coming down, you got the three year old that comes out. I, I thought it was a six year old. Cause this is, I was a six year old. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's six year old. You're right. You are correct. It is a six year old. Uh, so the six year old comes out and instead of, uh, they just kind of walk off hand in hand from the park and they, they're starting over is basically what they're doing. And that's what takes us into episode five. Well, and then you still see Tina Adam. Yeah, like, is that it? Yeah, he's like, is that it? All right, am, I, am I done now? <laughs> he, he's back up oh. on the slide. Like, okay, okay. I guess I'm done. All right. So, uh, you know, just it's just such an interesting setup and an interesting premise. Uh, and that takes you into episode five. And episode five is kind of a blur for me for, with episode six. Uh, but episode five, we well, get this is Dr. Dr. Farts. Farts. Exactly. This is what we get. This is how we start. We start with Dr. Farts. Uh, we start with him, you know, using poop to heal a a cough or something i don't remember exactly what it was but nathan was loving it and the kid was loving it. they're having fun this is what you do when you're a dad with with a young child uh, a young son i've done stuff like this i don't we didn't play dr farts (laughs) don't get me wrong (laughs) but you know we we had silly fun times this is what you do with a six-year-old and nathan is laughing yes this is is real nathan Mm -hmm. fielder laughing he is laughing you could tell he's enjoying this oh, yeah. kid well he ends up saying that in six right. like he he had a connection to this kid he, he liked this kid and like he's laughing i i think i don't think he was a character i think he was actually enjoying yeah, himself. i think he was i 100 believe that he was and angela wanted no part she of wanted it. nothing of it she thinks this is disgusting this is ridiculous it's absolutely you, you ain't poo poo. yeah it's just he's like well it was actually chocolate and she's like i don't care it's supposed to be poo and like i said this just was more evidence that this woman does not need to be a mother uh it's just complete and total evidence about it uh but as we go on this is when nathan starts to realize you know he because he gets a visit from his parents and his parents come down to visit and they meet angela and they're like Okay, you know, if you were going to be a real a, 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 a real dad and you were in a real situation, wouldn't you want our Jewish heritage to be part of this and not just not just the Christian stuff that that she wants? And this is Nathan's like, oh, okay. And we also start to learn, you know, that Nathan is a pleaser. He's not going to he doesn't want to yeah. he doesn't want to uh, stir the waters. He wants to just kind of go along with the flow. 
And so this is difficult for him. He doesn't want to confront Angela. And when he does, it does not go well. And it just goes exactly the way that is rehearsed because he was rehearsing this because he rehearses everything. He rehearses this with his, with his fake Angela, who is just fantastic because I mean, she can just be ripping him a new one. Then Mm -hmm. as, as soon as it's over, she's like, okay, was that good? Did I do a good job with that? I'm like, yes, you did a fantastic job. You don't have to ask Nathan. You can ask me. You were great. Uh, but and he, so he gets to the point, he tries to get Jewish, some of the Jewish stuff mixed in there as well. And Angela's none of it. She wants none of it. And this is when he decides wow. to like start faking well, some well, lessons. Well, what we got to say what also leads to that is her just going off on Jewish people. Oh, yes. Oh, gosh. And, and then... He asks something about movies, and she goes on on about how she loves Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson, like, oh gosh, you mentioned Mel Gibson. What are you thinking? And and the I think he was pissed. I think he was. He's like, you know, he's like anti semite. And she's like, I, I I don't even think she knew what that meant. I think when he confronted about that, I don't think she had any first clue what anti semitism was. And like, like if there was a picture of anti semites in the dictionary, it would be you, Angela. (laughs) Your picture would go with it next to everything that you were spouting off about Jewish people. Uh, And like I said, so. he still doesn't like to confront, so he, he gives up on her agreeing to do any type of Judaism into their raising of this fake child that is not her real child. Uh, she's kind of given up on that idea. And so he starts taking Adam to fake swimming lessons and to so he can get Jewish, so he can take him to, to temple, so he can take him to this Jewish tutor to learn more about to learn more about Judaism. And like what tops it off is like he starts pouring water over the child oh, i was dying after all this stuff like and what's great is he's doing it like in the tutor's home and the tutor's like what yes. what are you doing why are you pouring water on this child and that's when he explains to to the tutor and like okay we're we're doing this rehearsal we're raising this child together we're not actual parents but we're raising the child together and she doesn't want him to have anything to do with judaism and the the jewish tutor she's pissed she's like no you loved her she was fantastic we're gonna go have a discussion so she shows up at at angela's house and she is ripping into angela angela's ripping into her it's just a complete and total mess and and about a two-minute conversation and she was like i'm out yeah she's done she's done i don't blame her (laughs) yeah yeah there was no you couldn't convince angela something no it was a waste you couldn't convince her of anything and so she gives up and this is when angela basically gives up as well uh i I think they kind of came to a mutual decision that they needed to end this thing Uh, well no that's also when he found out that Angela wasn't even trying yeah that's right i forgot about that so she showed all the footage that she's not even when, when he was gone, he was, she would just have conversations with the kids out of character. And, yeah. uh, you know, and this leads to an apology in episode six. We're kind of jumping ahead a little bit here. And I was like, you don't need to apologize to this woman. I mean, she wasn't trying. Yeah. It, so uh, let's, I want to talk about two things, a couple of things. One just hit me. I guarantee Nathan that and it just hit me when he shows that argument how they're not going to work on each other's mm-hmm. side and it's just it's why even bother 
that has to be about why are you arguing people on Twitter yeah, or that's arguing about politics? I'm telling you, he was he was telling us something about that. I think you're probably right about that. I haven't even thought about it. Also, he's telling people also the damage parents can do mm-hmm. if they put so much of their beliefs into their children that their beliefs are not correct. I, I, I know he's trying to tell people to be careful of, of damaging your children. Yeah. There's that whole scene when the mother of uh, one of the children, because he was taking them to these Jewish tutor lessons and uh, he's learning all yeah. about this Judaism. And the mom's like, okay, uh, I don't want him to learn any of that. And like Nathan then has to like say, Oh, I'm Jewish. I'm going to hell and you're not going to hell. And, and like, just that really that weird, weird moment. I'm like, okay, that's, that's uh, like, that's just kind of a weird moment. And she's like, yeah. okay, that's good. I'm like that. You're going to hell. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the only thing Angela said that really made sense was when they kind of got into it at the end when, and he, she made a good point because she said, this was supposed to be her rehearsal. Right, exactly. And then it turned into Nathan's. Yeah, that's true. And, that, and that's why she gave up. And I was like, she's right. She's right. She did. was right about that. Yeah. She and he, he kind of admitted that too. And I think that's why he ends up apologizing to her. Yeah. I think you're, I've forgotten about that. You are correct. That's one, that's one thing that is frustrating about her. But she also had given up. I mean, she wasn't even oh, trying. She, I don't think she ever really tried. No. I, it's like he said at the very beginning, like in episode two or episode three, she just kind of wanted to go play house. Uh, and that's what she yeah, was yeah. doing. I mean, yeah. So, uh, yeah. but so that's kind of takes us into episode six and episode six is, is the really emotional episode. This is when yeah. you, he, um, he's really having to confront a lot of the things. And there's a lot of things that are being discussed in this episode that were being discussed, uh, throughout the course of this show online, uh, is because basically what, what starts off with, it starts off with the birthday party and we get this, he explains that <laughs> we haven't done a birthday party yet, which seems kind of odd. So we probably should do a birthday party. So they do a birthday party for this child and it was still Remy at this point. Uh, yeah, yeah. and so, and so Remy kind of becomes, he's sort of the focus along with this other kid that, uh, that kind of plays along with it. But Remy is doing the birthday party and he decides, you know what? I need to save some money. So I, he hires nothing but, but extras. And this is something I did not know, but extras can't yeah. talk or make noise when they're on set. So he's hired all these people who can't talk. They can't make noise. They can't, they're sitting there mouthing happy birthday, the happy birthday song. They're not actually singing it. And it's just this weird birthday party, but really loved it. He had a, he had a blast. He loved it. And it was freaking hilarious. It was, he was just, just having a great all, time. All their acting. Oh, it was, and that, this is the first, and we'll we'll talk more about Remy because this is when you start to see something. Yeah, Remy just wants attention. Yes, he does, and he wants friends. Yeah, he just wants attention. Yeah. He wants friends, and so when his time is over, uh, they take him. They take him out, and they they've discovered that he is making his way back to the set. And this is where I get confused. It's like, yeah. how did he get back to the set? Does his mother bring him? Is he Ubering? What's he doing here? How's he getting? I'm back? assuming he's get he's pitching a fit, and his That's mom, yeah, probably who's, right. his single mom, who's probably doing way too much overprotecting, is, yeah. is bringing him back. Yeah, yeah, that that makes that makes a lot of sense. So she's bringing him back to the set, and he's making his way back on. And this is when Nathan tries to convince him, you know, okay, it's over. It was just a play. And he's calling him my fake daddy, my fake daddy, my fake daddy. Yeah. Uh, and this is when it starts to get kind of, it starts to get to his 
place that you know it's okay we're this is not what we need and this is kind of this whole critique this is when it definitely becomes a critique on child acting uh right be like i said if he was trying to do something earlier to show that i think that's a possibility but this is when it really starts to come and this is when i think he really starts to understand what child acting could possibly do to a child yeah because you know he admits and he again shows the Dr. Fart scene. Yes, the Dr. Fart scene. You know, Nathan loves this kid as mm-hmm. well yeah. and has it really enjoyed his his time together. And he admits that that was the child that he bonded with the most out of, yeah, out of yeah, all of yeah. them. So uh, he, he really enjoyed being with this kid. He, he liked being with this kid. And he understands at this point, like, okay, maybe this wasn't such a good idea. Maybe this isn't such a good thing. So he has the new kid. And what was the new kid's name? Uh, he was age nine. I had the kid pulled up and I can't find him all of a sudden. Yeah. I did not write down his name. Well, I had it now lost it. Like I said, I got the older, I got the older Adam. I don't have that Adam. So anyway, but we get the new kid and you know, they're going through the rehearsal stuff. And it's interesting because like he asked the new kid that is nine years old at this point, he says, you know, am I a good father? And the kid says, well, you're a good scene partner. <laughs> yeah. That was hilarious. Uh, yeah. And this kid is, his name is Liam. His Thank name you. is Liam. Liam. That is right. I remember Liam now. So, I, li- I really liked Liam. I thought he was. I did too. I thought he was perfect for what for what Nathan needed at that point because he wasn't the he wasn't the impressionable child that Remy was at age six. He understood because he kept kind of referring to him like, you know, this is not fake. This is all fake. This isn't real. And like, yeah, I got this. I'm I'm cool, dude. <laughs> We're all right. Yeah, uh, right. But right. what's also great about this is he starts trying to come up with these other scenarios where this might not happen. Should he have used a doll instead of an actual child? And he's like dragging this this doll oh. around. Uh, but the that great the, the best uh, one was the adult one though. Yes. Because the adult yes. one comes out and they're like, he kind of tackles him and he's like, but this is just kind of, he admits this is weird. This is awkward. It's not right. And then they have that little flash they have to the Adam in child's clothes for an adult and he's smoking. <laughs> yes. 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 Well, also, when, when he when they're hugging each other and falling on the yes. ground, they both kind of look at each other like, and Nathan's laughing, but he's looking like, this is just weird. Yeah. Even he is. <laughs> yeah, he's even having a hard time with it. So he, he doesn't really know where he went wrong. He tries to maybe think that maybe if Angela had been there for that moment, because he thought, you know, well, she'd seem to pretty, be pretty good at the mothering stuff. Maybe if she hadn't been there, if she had been there for that moment, then maybe she could have reinforced the fact that it was fake. Uh, so he's going through all this stuff. He's tr- rehearsing it with uh, with with Liam as and Liam's playing the six year old version. He's playing Remy, and they decide to go to to Remy's house to actually meet with him to try to convince him that I'm not your I'm not your I'm not your father. I, I, it, it's all fake. It's all pretend. And his the mother is telling him, you know, he doesn't. This is when she reveals to him, you know, I, I'm a single mom. He doesn't have a dad, uh, and he just really wants to have a dad. And this is what I want to say to the mother. Why would you do this then? Why would you send your child uh, to go play as somebody's child and have a fake dad when he really wants to have a dad? This yeah. this is where the critique of the whole child acting thing really starts to come in because yeah. if you're a mom just trying to chase a buck or trying to chase stardom for your kid, you're going to make some bad choices in putting them into 
into this right. field because they, a six-year-old, if they are so starved for wanting to have a dad, if they're so starved for that, and they have to play, and they have to play somebody else's child, they're going to they're going to latch onto that person regardless of right. of if, whether it's pretend or fake or whatever you want to try to tell the child. They're they're not going to be able to compartmentalize that, and this this Remy yeah. kid couldn't do it. And I want to mention, I think Bill Simmons brings it up as well, because I, I I noticed this. I noticed even more, and I watched it again today. There were some vibes between Nathan and the mom. Yeah, I there thought were. something there was were. going on there. I wouldn't be shocked if they're dating. That's now. true. <laughs> like, like there, there was some vibes going on between those two. Yeah, you're, you're right. I kind of got the same feeling as well. I got kind of got the, those same vibes. I was like, maybe this, you know, maybe, uh, do you really want to insert yourself into this person's life? And I yeah. kind of thought he was about to do that. And maybe yeah. he did that after the fact. I don't know. But like I said, let's just not mess this child up anymore, <laughs> please, Nathan. Because uh, now, oh, yes, now I am your daddy. So, uh, yeah. like I said, just just weird stuff going on all, all around. But well, And then they figure out to bring uh, Liam yes. over to play, with, to play with Remy. And Remy turns a corner after yeah, that. Yeah, he does. So he d- I felt a little bit better about that. He just wanted friends. Yeah, he, he did. Wanted a, he wanted some, some male companionship. He wanted a father. He wanted more friends. He wanted attention. I think Remy will probably be a, no. Will probably be okay in the long run. Yeah. Well, as long as he didn't get a horrible stepfather. Let's let well, it out true. there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I will say this: the ending of the 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 way the show ends when they're doing the recreation, when they're doing the rehearsal of, yeah, they have that end and hit. There's they have the scene where Liam is playing is playing Remy and he's talking to 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 Nathan as the mom, and they're having this really heartfelt discussion, and it seems like. Nathan is getting what he wants out of this. And he says, and just remember, I'm your dad. And that's when Liam breaks character. He says, wait, I thought you were my mom. He's like, no, I'm your dad. Let's go play. I don't know what to make of that. I have no well, idea. That what whole to make thing of that. was weird. When I watched this again, and my wife had come in and started watching. And I was like, man, I forgot how weird this was. Cause when they bring in fake Nathan mm-hmm. and the producer and the producer tells Nathan, that guy's weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the thing, so that made me laugh. Just that whole thing was weird. Yeah. And then, like you said, when they're doing that, where he's pretending to be a female. And then, like you said, the whole mom thing and the show ends. I was, that whole last couple minutes is like, wow, that's weird. Yeah, I know. Like I said, it's, it's kind of beautiful, but it's also kind of, yeah creepy uh like yes like do you i was like nathan do you really think you're this child's dad do you really think that i mean or did you just is this just you saying that okay i now understand what it means to be a dad and that's why i'm saying i'm your dad like i said it's because you never that's kind of one of the things that people just didn't know about the show is like like some of this is it really scripted is it not scripted and uh, like i said that's what makes that whole ending just kind of nebulous and weird and you really don't know yeah. how to to process it because i didn't i had no idea i was like oh, that was right. when they ended yeah. it i was like what <laughs> so this brings up a good question and i hope how do you feel do you want to find out what is what all is real what all is not do you want to find out what he was all going for or do you want it to just remain a mystery? I think I just want it to remain a mystery. <laughs> I think I do too. I, I'm kind of with you. I I, I kind of I don't want to find out anymore. I, I I think I think it's just so 
different and groundbreaking, and you have to think about what he's trying to do. Right. I like that. No one's doing that. No, nobody's We're watching that. dumb remakes of movies that came out 10 years ago. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah, know, you're right. No one's being creative. He's being creative and trying to make you think. So, yeah. you know, I got to give him credit. So I don't, I, w- I don't want to know, I don't want to know the, who, who the wizard is of, right. of Oz. <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah. Like I said, I, and I'll be honest with you. I mean, season two, I kind of w- hope that he'll do the show that he went out to do to originally the, where he takes, yeah. brings in, you know, five or six different people and does five or six different rehearsals with these people. Yeah. And if we don't get so fixated on this one, I mean, cause I was, like I said, after the first episode, I'm, I was like, I'm going to like this. This is going to be great. And, and then it just transitions into this other thing that I'm, I'm appreciating it for everything it is, but it is so awkward at times. And it is so yeah. uncomfortable, but it is so fun. Excuse me. It's so funny at times, and it's so uh, just thought provoking at times, and I just don't know what to do with that, and that is just such a difficult yeah. thing to process. And like I said, well, go ahead. I was like I mentioned, I wouldn't be shocked if he has a bunch of rehearsals yeah. already filmed. That wouldn't surprise me at all. And they just kind of end up going in a certain direction for for this mm-hmm. first season after meeting this really interesting person, in Angela. Yeah, and that may be it, man. Maybe he's he found this this woman is fascinating. We need to stick yeah. on her, and it made him think of other things right. to add himself in. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. It I, there's part of me that would like to know everything he was thinking at the time, but it, like I said, there's part of me that wants to just kind of keep it all a mystery. So, yeah. Well, especially since we're doing a season two, yeah. I want more. I, keep it a mystery. Yeah. All right. Do we want to do a wardrobe? We think we have talked. Yeah, about let's this. do it. All I, right. I think we've talked enough and I could have talked two hours more, but yeah, keep, man, you're yeah, right. we need to get to awards. <laughs> all right. So we have, this is the full first season of the, of the rehearsal. So we are doing our normal season awards, which are all based on the six characters of friends. We have the Rachel, the Joey, the Chandler, the Phoebe, the Monica, and the Ross. And the, I, I, I'll be real honest with you. I, I'm just kind of playing this one by ear because I really didn't know what to do with these this time yeah, around. Yeah, some of these are hard. Uh, yeah. Rachel, who is the star of the show, the person who's st- shown who was the shining star among all, everybody else? I, I didn't watch Nathan for you. This is really my first right. uh, real interaction. Nathan, man, he's he's a genius. You got to give him something. Yeah. He's he's putting something out there, and it ends up being fun, crazy, awkward. That no one else is doing. You got to give him credit. Yeah, I am too. Like I said, it's I didn't know what to expect, and when it changed, it really changed. And he, he, I mean, this is his show. I mean, this he is going through this. He is putting himself into weird situations. It's it, he is the star. He is the one that you are compelled to watch the entire time. Uh, there's yeah. no doubt about that. All right, Joey, the person that isn't necessarily the star, but somebody you just enjoyed watching. Who's Joey? He was only in one episode, but I love Core, and I hope he's doing well. And yeah, I, I hope do. he's dating that girl too. So. I do. That's that's where I went as well. He he was just he was just a great person, and I enjoyed I enjoyed his episode immensely. It was probably yeah. my favorite episode just because it felt like it yeah. was in a it was in a it was in a box I kind of understood. And the rest of it was mm-hmm. not in a box that I understood. Right. Uh, Chandler, the person who made you laugh the most. I went with two people even though they're sort of playing the same character. I went with team Adam, team Adam. Mm -hmm. And I went with, uh, Remy as uh, six year old Adam, AKA Dr. Farts. There were two memes that have 
and gifs that have been going around and they both involved these two because i kept seeing people right having this kid saying dr farts i'm dr farts i kept seeing that on twitter <laughs> and then i kept seeing insults of uh it's when he starts arguing with and when teen adam starts arguing with angela and nathan and he responds with you're an effing disaster <laughs> my guy <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Oh, that was such a I, had, I had seen that several times when people were uh, responding to some news <laughs> stories that have been in there. And, uh, oh, my I goodness. Kept, I was like, what is that? Because also, that's it's very right. funny. At that time, he's wearing a beanie. Yes. He's like dressed in like emo teen. And he's really smart when he says that. He just says, and he says it to Nathan. And Nathan laughs too when he just says, and this was when he realized, like, okay, we got to go back to the little <laughs> kid. This little kid, kid is all in. But he says, you're an effing disaster, my guy. And so uh, Teen Adam, again, if he'd have been in there more episodes, he may have stolen the whole whole yeah, show. Y- you may be right about that. Remy was cute, and he added Dr. Fart. So yeah. they were the funniest part. I ended up going with the lady who played fake uh, fake Angela just because, like I said, I was, she was, great. I was laughing every time. Like, because she was, I mean – it is uncanny. I'm like, she had her voice down. She had her, she had her mannerisms. I mean, she was on it. Uh, just absolutely. Well, one of the it. episodes I had to look who I was looking, looking to make sure that wasn't. Yeah, real was yeah there were a couple of times I had to do that. Uh, and because there were times when like, she would start talking, but you wouldn't, she wouldn't be on screen. And I was like, okay, well, yeah. and then they go to like, they cut to them actually talking. Like, oh, that's not actually Angel. That's the other woman. Just fantastic. Like, I don't know who played her, but she was fantastic. Just absolutely fantastic. Uh, the Phoebe, we got some, we got some candidates here. <laughs> we got some Woo! candidates for the, for, for the oddball. So who, who, who's your Phoebe? I went with Robin. Cause that dude was on another planet. I, you know, I'm hoping he really is sober, yeah. <laughs> but I hope he stays away from Angela. I don't need those two re- procreating. No, no. Oh gosh. No, that's, that's not something we need to unleash, unleash upon the world. Uh, but yeah, I'm going with Robin as well. Robin is, is, is definitely uh, the Phoebe. He, there's a couple other people you could put here as well, but Robin, his roommates. yeah, his roommate <laughs> is one. Uh, you could put Angela Patrick. here, Patrick. I mean, you could put a few people here so uh yeah. but i think robin is 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 a good choice to say the least so uh the monica the person who has a pivotal role to play isn't necessarily the best character your favorite character or somebody you don't like or do like it's just a really important character to the story who'd you go with so as you kind of you know alluded to this was a hard one to do yeah but when i i actually thought about this and i'm gonna give the rehearsal actors like thomas fake nathan okay fake, mm-hmm. Because they really brought a lot to the story. They yeah. core, like all th- all six episodes, they really did a good job. Even the kid actors. Yeah. Uh, you know, Liam, you could throw it here. Like just how much they brought and how much they were actually close to the character so mm-hmm. many times. Yeah, you're right. You know, you, you got to give them credit. I'm going with all the children who played Adam uh, because that's yeah. kind of where this show centers upon. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what where it changes when he decides he wants to be a dad and he wants to kind of join in on this rehearsal. So I'm going with all of the children who played Adam at some point in the course of, of this yeah. television show. So, uh, the Ross, the person you liked the least in this show, who was your Ross? The Mel Gibson fan herself. <laughs> Angela. Angela. Yes. Yeah. It, she's just not likable. I mean, 
I mean, there's very few characters that, I mean, and she's not a character, she's a person. I mean, that's what's so bad about this. I mean, we're not, it's not that we're not liking her performance. It's not that we're not liking, you know, the character that was written for her, but this is her and, and and we don't like her. I mean, that's just what's so bad about this. I mean, I kind of feel bad for her. You mentioned it. The cult, man, she believed in every bizarre religious yes. conspiracy you've ever heard of. And because there were times when she seemed normal, and then she, as yeah. soon as she seemed normal, she would just spout off something weird or or, or anti-Semitic or racist yeah. or you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And the stuff that like just the the loving numbers just oh, randomly yeah. that was robin that, that was, was that was robin robin had they the had numbers. a connection oh did but they, they okay okay yeah. yeah yeah robin was had that weird that's why thing she liked him the best that's right i'm glad you i forgot about that i can't remember it was like 17 they both felt yeah. 17 or so i don't know it's bizarre but all yeah. every time every time she would say something weird yeah the numbers thing is another reason why robin is a good choice for, for phoebe because yeah. <laughs> he's found just these weird coincidences and numbers all the time all the time so ah but yeah just interesting stuff so all right so rating i'm gonna go ahead and tell you this much i'm doing something a little different with the rating but uh let me explain it for our for our listeners uh if we love a show it's one of the best of the best we give it a game of thrones if it is just beneath the game of thrones we give it a lost if we if it's just beneath, middle of the road first is friends uh just beneath friends is full house and at the bottom of the barrel is a Baywatch, what are you doing for the rating on this show? All right, since you mentioned, I want to you go first. Okay. Because I'm curious what you're going to do. I'm creating a new category. I'm okay. creating a category called the OA. Did you ever watch the OA on Netflix? Yes, yes. That, what a weird show that was. That was a weird show. It, I thought it was great, but... And it got really creative, good reviews. innovative, innovative, yeah. creative, but a lot of people had no idea what to do with it. That's the reason it only lasted yeah. two seasons uh, yeah. is because, and like, I'm not going to spoil for anybody who wants to go back and watch it, but where they were going for the third season, I was like, okay, this is going to be fantastic. And it's going to be so weird. If, if you remember the ending, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but people didn't know what to do with it. People had no idea what to do with it because it was yeah. not like anything we'd ever seen in terms of like a dramatic television show. Yeah. So I'm giving it an OA. It's just this weird show that I don't really know how to process it. It is creative. It is innovative. It is brilliantly done. Yeah. But I don't know if I liked it. So that's the reason I'm yeah. giving it an OA. I think that is a fair answer because I'm with you with the OA. The OA had something in it because I don't want to give it fully away. Right. It was some, let's just say they did some movements. Yes. <laughs> that's, that that's, is that's the best way to put it. still one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I'm still not. Anyway, I think this is Game of Thrones because it is so different. This guy is creating stuff. No one else is coming up with stuff right. like this. And especially when we may see some people try something like this. Yeah, we could. And also... I can't tell you how much I hate reality TV. Yeah, I, hate oh, I hate it too. My I wife watches it. I have friends who watch it. I freaking hate it. This makes fun of it. Yes, it does. So I got to give him credit for that. Uh, I just want to say again, I hate reality TV. Uh, you know, just the comedy aspect of it. Just it is. It makes you think. It makes you wonder why am I watching this? Mm-hmm. I think. And I can't wait to see what he does next. Yeah. And it's, it's, and we're getting a season two because of that. I got to give it a game of Thrones. Yeah. This isn't the funniest thing I've ever seen. No, there not. are laughs in here right. that I, I will tell you the gunpowder thing. 
I laughed so hard at that. (laughs) You know? And then I will tell you this. If you watch this again, you will pick up even more of the little things that I missed that made it even funnier. So that was like, this show is kind of fun to watch a second time. So I'm giving this Game of Thrones. We get so many just stale ideas now. We've, We've complained about it on this show a lot. And here we are, got a guy, you know, creating something just out of nowhere. I'm, I'm giving Game of Thrones. All right. Like I said, I, I'm not going to argue with that because, like I said, it's it's an incredibly compelling show. It's just like I said, I, I just still – I may never know if I like this first season. Like I said, it's just so completely compelling that I yeah. couldn't stop watching it. But also just like it made me feel so awkward at times. And, like, it made me think, like – and. Being a parent makes that a little bit more difficult because I'm like, you, you, and, that, and I don't have that right. as well, so that's different as well. And because I was like, there's no way you, that parents should be putting their children in the situation they were putting them in, and Nathan shouldn't be trying to put them in those situations. Like I said, that was yeah. the difficult part for me, and it just like I said, because I think it's brilliant. I think it's absolutely brilliant. But yeah. like trying to say that it was an enjoyable moment, I don't necessarily know. Like there were lots of times I did enjoy it. There were so many times it just made me feel just so awkward and uncomfortable. I was like, oh gosh, what are we doing well, here? So, and and as you mentioned that, let's also. That's why I think the you know the the hate against the show. He realizes yeah. that he put these kids in a bad situation. Yeah, he, does. he is he is showing that, and he is saying that with the last episode. Yeah, he is. He, he doesn't co- full out come out and say, "Hey, I'm sorry," but he does. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, all, in, know, the, in his he, own way that he can. Yeah, yeah. So, like the I heard there was this like New Yorker guy that's still complaining about it. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. Let's, yeah. let's not go over like, with it. Yeah. So you know, I I, I think. I, I think that the hatred sent at him is it's just being silly. Yeah, I, I think you're, I think I think you're right about thank it. Thank you, thank you, Nathan, for creating this. Yes, and like I said, I'll be. I'm hoping that season two is a little bit more of what I was expecting the first season, the first episode to be. That's kind of what I'm hoping because that is something I definitely would think would be Game of Thrones. Easy, I would enjoy that from start to finish. There may be some awkward moments in it, but I really feel like if we got a full season of what was happening in episode one. Uh, I think that would be just an absolutely, you know, that I could like really, truly enjoy. Like I said, I think there were probably some awkward moments in that if we get that in season two, but it's nothing like I got in, in, in this one. Yeah. I'm hoping he doesn't do parenthood anymore. I'm hoping he's kind of gone away from yeah. that. So, uh, all right, let's go ahead and give our listeners things that we are looking forward to. So what are some things you're looking forward to, Ryan? Uh, comes out, I think tomorrow on uh, August the 30th is when, uh, it is The Patient on Hulu with that. Steve Carell and Donald Gleason, where uh, Steve Carell is a therapist and Donald Gleason is his uh, patient. patient and appears he is a serial killer. Oh, and it looks uh, scary. It, it starts it, it's a uh, on August 3rd. It's a series. Oh, cool. Uh, and it, it looks good. Uh, yeah, watch the trailer. It, yeah. It's so I'm looking forward to that. I love Steve Carell and Donald Gleason, and we don't give Steve Carell enough props because he really can do anything. He is that good of an actor. Yeah, he's, uh, he's focused so much comedy, on comedy, but, right? Yeah, early on, but I will do that. Uh, number two, we kind of hinted at this, I guess, our last episode, and we've talked to us before. 
I can't wait to see when Denzel Washington and Tom Hanks join the TV show for a season. <laughs> We've already got Mel Street. Yeah, We're getting right. all these other people who've never done it. Denzel, what what are you waiting on, Denzel? What are you waiting on, Tom Hanks? You've done Tom Hanks is uh, from what I understand it was in an episode of eighteen eighty three. Uh you, you've already worked uh, you've already done scratch that itch, man. Go join go join Taylor Sheridan for a season and or he something. Might. Denzel Denzel, you can do anything you want. I'll yeah. watch it. I'm ready for those two. And lastly, I can't wait to see what Nathan Felder does for the next 30 to 40 years. That that would be interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go back and watch Nathan for you. I can't wait for the rehearsal. And I'm curious what this guy does next in, in, in his next part of his life. So I'm excited about that. All right, so some things I'm looking forward to. First and foremost, I'm looking forward to hopefully maybe the last part of this year will be better. Look, when I approached you about doing this podcast, I kind of thought we'd do movies a little bit more often than we have. There have not been hardly anything in the movie. Nothing. 2022 Nothing. has sucked in terms of movies. Uh, like I said, I thought we'd do some more movies. We've uh, this movies that have come out this year. We've done. We did the Batman. We did Doctor Prey. Strange, Prey, Thor, uh, Top Gun, Top Gun, and Thor, and that's it. And we've done some other. Oh, we did uh, Project Adam Project or Project Adam Adam Project. Yeah. Uh, we did a couple other movies that have been released prior, but releases this year that's all the ones we've done and there's not really well, releases in the theater are oh, yeah. really bad there's been some streaming movies, yeah there's been some streaming movies the theater theater stuff and it doesn't look the rest of the until december doesn't look much greater yeah there's looks bad i mean i'm i'm excited about wakanda forever i think that one's i think that one's yeah, gonna yeah. be good um, oh that's right that's before yeah, yeah but other than that uh there's a steven spielberg movie that's coming out during that same time as wakanda forever which i don't know why he's releasing it then that just, oh bl- so Black Adam has not been pushed back. No, it is not. It is, it's still coming out. In okay, October. so we have we have we have Black Adam in October. I mean, I'll, I'll go. I'm gonna go see that, but I'm not like just like super excited about yeah. it. I mean, I'll go. Yeah, see Yeah, I'm it, excited but. about that. Yeah, you're right though. I'm just looking at it, man. It ain't good. No, it's not. So I'm I'm looking forward to whatever whenever it comes that the movies will actually be good again. Because like I said, I thought that when we did this podcast, we'd actually do some movies on occasion, and we're not doing a whole lot because there's not just a whole lot to talk no. about. Uh, no, I never went and saw Bullet Train, but besides that, man, I haven't heard anyone talking about movies. Yeah, there's just there's just not the slate's been pretty pretty poor to say the least. So I'm I'm looking forward to hopefully one day. Having some good movies to go actually want to, uh, where I actually want to go see them and actually watch them. So that's one thing I'm looking forward to. Uh, the other thing I'm looking forward to is one of the shows that we're going to be recording about uh, starting next week, The Lord of the Rings, uh, The Power, uh, The Rings of Power. It is, look, there have not been any official reviews come out, but if you, people are like, like putting their thoughts out on Twitter and they're talking about it. it is absolutely glorious. It is talking about it. it is beautiful. It is spectacular. And I was not expecting that. I'll just be perfectly honest. Well, that's with great you. news. Yeah, I know. I was expecting. I, I was really nervous about about this because look, I, I the Lord of the Rings has a special place in my heart. Uh, I started a rewatch of all three of them on Saturday. Haven't gotten through it. I've done the Fellowship of the Ring. I've finished up the Two Towers. I just started uh, Return of the King before I watched. House of the Dragon on Sunday night, and I'm hoping to finish it hopefully before uh, the next one comes out. I will say this one thing I will re- kind of recommend, kind of piggybacking on that, is if you aren't real familiar with the Lord of the Rings story and the, some of the lore of it, you might want to go back and at least watch some of the, the Fellowship of the Ring just to kind of get caught up because they're covering basically a lot of stuff that happens 
before the Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, that's uh, like, okay. Yeah, okay. and look, I'll just go ahead and tell you one of the reasons I'm excited about it is because we're going to be talking about it. We're going to be able to, we're going to be able to like compare the these two mammoth shows, House of the Dragon, Lord of the Rings, the Rings of the Power. It's yeah. There's going to be a lot of comparisons there, and honestly. You know, one thing that I'm looking forward to is, you know, I haven't read any of the House of Dragon books. I'm a casual comic book reader, but I am a avid Tolkien fan. I have read the books. I love his stuff. So, I, like I said, I, I'm really looking forward to like really getting into dissecting some of that stuff. So, and I'm afraid I'm well, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch Fellowship of the Rings before, uh, and I saw two episodes are coming out. They're releasing okay, two, not two, three. Not three. Okay, that, that works. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah. So, so give us, hopefully if it's a big hit, then we can cover it for next week. So, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like I said, I'm just, I, I was really nervous about it, but when I started seeing all these first reactions come out and people are just talking, just effusing praise upon this, I'm like, okay, that, that's, that, that makes me feel a little bit better because I was really worried about it when they, when they announced this because kind of like, kind of like I was with House of the Dragon. I was kind of worried about that too, but that seems to have turned out pretty well so far. So, all right. Uh, I guess that's about wraps it up. So anything else you want to add before we head off into the sunset? Uh, just appreciate everyone joining us and we will talk to you next time. And Nathan, we love you. <laughs> yes, we do. Nathan. We, we love you, Nathan. So, uh, but I will echo those same sentiments. And as always, until next time, may all of your entertainment dreams come true. <laughs>